All right. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Soul Shape Podcast, where we focus on your spiritual fitness and what we like to call our energetic self-care. We're sisters, and we are the co-founders of Soul Shape, a quantum wellness app designed to make it easier and accessible to find healing practitioners in the energy healing world. Um, we want to have soulful conversations about spirituality and wellness, and whether you're dabbling or taking a deep dive into energy healing, we want to introduce modalities and healing practitioners to you one by one, um, from oracles to life coaches to intuitive guides to Reiki masters. We want to cover it all. So it's time to get into Soul Shape. My name is LJ Woodard, and this is my sister, Leslie Bennett. Leslie, what are we talking about today? Well, we're going to be talking with Jen Carter, and we're going to be talking about what is our relationship to ourself? Relationship to ourself. Well, let me do a quick little intro of you, Jen, before we get rolling, so everyone knows, who is Jen Carter? <laughs> who is this lovely woman? Well, she's a mom. Oh my God, I cut it. This sounds like the dating game. This is kind of fun. Okay. <laughs> she's a mom, a wife, and a studier of life, and she finds awe in sunsets, authentic conversations, and the simple pleasures of a backyard tree swing. Mm. I could really, I, I like that. Too. I'm already there. I'm there. I'm like, <laughs> Let's just take a moment and so, go swing on that swing. The swing is only mine. But, okay, we we so her journey of self-exploration led to her coaching, where she discovered her gift for creating safe and non-judgmental spaces for individuals to move beyond the habits, thoughts, and repetitive patterns that are preventing them from fully enjoying the life they live and the people they love. Wow, Jen. So... Let's tell us about what led you to becoming a life coach. I mean, what's the journey? Tell us about that. Ah, uh, the journey. Well, funny enough, a few weekends ago, I just went back to where it all began for me, which was the Art of Living Retreat Center in Boone. Um, so I kind of got to this place where I was extremely lost, and I wasn't quite sure what was missing. And now, with the work I've done since, I realized what was missing was me. Hmm not knowing myself and having faith in myself and really befriending myself. And so I was in this place where I was just really lost and I kept trying all of the things I'd ever tried before and nothing was helping me put it together. And I ended up getting really into meditation and yoga, which was helping. And um, I, there was still a piece I just couldn't figure out. And so funny enough, a friend of mine um, sent me this link and she said, why don't you check out mindfulness? And I said, okay, I don't know what mindfulness is. I'd just gotten into meditation. And so she sent me this link for um, Duke Integrative Medicine's mindfulness-based stress reduction course. And when she sent me the link, she sent me the wrong one. <laughs> and she sent me to their general website, but to the link of their certified integrative health coaching course. And I had no idea what this was. So the wrong one led you to... Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Something I didn't even know existed. <laughs> there are no accidents. There are no accidents. Yeah. It all lines up, right? And so I read through this description, and previously I had been a pediatric physical therapist, so I had background in medicine. Mm. Um, but I always said my dream job would be taking girlfriends to coffee and helping them with their lives, not thinking that was an actual thing. And so when I read this website, I was like, for some reason, this is all lining up for me, and I don't know what it's about, but I feel like I need to do it. So my husband and I spoke, and he said, you know, if you go and you don't ever coach a single person and it helps you figure out something about yourself, it's totally worth it. So that's what, what I did. What a lovely guy. Wow. What a yeah, nice right? partner. Nice. Let's recognize <laughs> that because sometimes yes. we have really good partners in life. That's, yes. So let's let's. Yeah, so honor he that. definitely gets kudos for that. Yeah, okay. So we, kudos. Yeah. 
Go, babe. And Mr. So, Carter. Is it Mr. Carter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Laura. I had to. <laughs> right, Rob? That was appropriate. Yes. Is that bad? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Carter. Okay, anyway. Mr. Carter. He's yes. got his kudos. Keep going. So he Jen. has his kudos. So I went, and by the time I was done, I had a woman walk up to me about two weeks before I was done in my daughter's dance studio and say, I hear you're becoming a life coach. And I said, well, yeah. And she said, I need you. I'm like, well, I don't know you. I don't know anything. And um, she and I had some very similar circumstances. And so I said, well, hey, sure. Why don't you come and we'll coach? And I'm just trying it out because I've never done this before. Um, And she was my very first client. And it was just this beautiful growth for both of us. And that kind of started my entire journey. I love those first client moments or those first that just so great. It really, it helps. Yeah. It's, it's a win-win. That's why it's I like actually it. yeah. a validation that you made the right choice and that it yeah. wasn't an accident. It was divine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Divine. Yeah. I want to go back to, you know, that piece that was missing because it resonated with me. Because mm. um, I know, um, you know, when I lost my husband, I thought I was just in grief. Mm-hmm. And um, what really was is that because of our loving relationship was super strong, it masked Mm -hmm. so many things that I had self-neglected about me. Yeah. Whether it's self-love, self-worth, you know, self-anything. Yeah. You know, so um, there's a question here, and I don't know where where I was going with this other than to share my life. Yeah. Um, so, So I guess... Going into that, um, oh, I know what I was. It was, um, we talked about um, yesterday, the mm-hmm. issue isn't always the issue. Mm-hmm. And so when someone comes to you thinking that, you know, I'm, I'm with grief, but mm-hmm. really it's I don't have a relationship with myself because yeah. I was in a relationship with my love partner and mm-hmm. we had such, we used to say in our house, we have so much love in this house, we're surprised there's a roof over it. Aww. You know, we would say that to each other every day mm-hmm. and we'd become very different variations of it. Like mm-hmm. there's so much love in this house. It's going to blow up, you know, or something. Yeah. We'd always have some variations. Beautiful. So when it, he was gone, mm. it's as if the house deflated yeah. and then Leslie didn't know who she was. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you said yesterday and it, it just resonated with me that, you know, people come to you, but they don't, really is that really what they're coming for is that relationship to self. Mm-hmm. So talk about more about mm-hmm. that. And I'm sorry that was yeah. a long-winded question. <laughs> I'm known for that now. So that's why it's a podcast, people. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So Jenna, yeah. just, I'll shut up now. Keep... Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Keep... I think we are so used to looking outside of ourselves. And we're really trained that way mm. from very young. Yeah. And so. I think it's a woman thing, too. I think it's a woman thing, but honestly, when I first started coaching, I coached only women, and now I coach women and men. That's awesome. And so now I'm saying, no, it's not just a woman thing. Yeah. I think men get tied up in other things. That's good to hear. But they're still I external. I mean, I'm sorry for them, but that's good to hear. Yeah. It is all external. I yeah. mean, if you think yeah. about it, we've been external since the beginning, and I've talked about this with other friends. We've been external from from the beginning of our lives. You had to, mm-hmm. you know, you had to get good grades. Good grades are, you know, prove that you're smart. You know, then you, you know, you, yeah. you have to go through college. You have to get married. You have to do this. It's all programming. So right. anyway, I keep talking. I Jen, just, 
<laughs> okay, I'm going to cut you off. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, so we're trained that it's all external, and we're trained to take care of other people, right? We're trained to develop all of these external things. I know in my life, I don't know about you all, but I was never trained how to develop me, mm. how to be okay with myself, how to look at things that we see as flaws and see actually the flip side of it. I would say your gifts and your challenges are two sides of the same coin, mm. right? Mm. It's If you can flip it over, you're like, oh, wait. This thing about me that I have felt so bad about for so long is actually a huge gift, right? So for myself, I am this extremely deep person. I say, like, I live, like, down here. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was bad because I have a mom and a brother who are extremely social. You could put them in any environment, and they're good. And I say, like, don't invite me to a cocktail party, but you want to talk about the real stuff over coffee. Like, I am your girl all day long, Right. And so I always felt really bad for that. And now I realize that's how I get to be the coach I am, right? That's how I get to help people at the level I'm able to help them is because of my dad. So it's being able to look at those things that you've given yourself such a hard time about for so long. And usually we are very ugly in our heads about it. Mm-hmm. And being able to see it in a completely different light. So it's really embracing almost embracing it's not even a fault why would it you know, it's yeah. not a fault yeah. at all yeah it's embracing who you are yeah it's learning a new tool is kind of how i see it mm. um and i'm surprised if i move here you and i need to be friends because i'm yeah. the deep thinker and this <laughs> nice. is the social one right yes. trying to get my sister so to we'll, move here we could go <laughs> places like yeah that will blow people's minds but yeah anyway we'll talk about that yeah another when, time. Yeah. when she moves here yeah but <laughs> <laughs> Now you, you take me off that a lot. <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, um, I think, too, um, in regards to that tool, you know, no one taught you or no one teaches you um, that it's okay to love yourself because we mm-hmm. call it um, egotistical. Vanity. Vanity, yeah, right? Yeah, self-centered. And so yeah. that's a program that you have to get mm-hmm. over. Like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's not surface stuff. You know, we were talking before we went on air, you know, Self-care isn't just getting a massage. Right. It's how you talk to yourself. Right? Yes, absolutely. So tell me more about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people coin self-care as this thing of I went on a date, I got a massage, I got a pedicure. And those can absolutely be self-care things. For sure. But self-care is more how you view yourself and how you treat yourself, how you run your life. Putting yourself in. So I would say, like, it's not you only it's you also so it's not this self-centered thing of it's me and no one else it's if i really have love and compassion for myself then i have that ability to give it more authentically to other people Mm -hmm. right so it actually like really spans out it's like this ripple effect um but it's interesting that people don't really consider self-care to be how like how do you think Mm-hmm. How do you talk to yourself? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about yourself? How do you feel? Do you recognize in this moment I'm overwhelmed? It's okay for me to take a few minutes mm-hmm. and breathe. Close my eyes and breathe, right? That's self-care. Yeah. Self-care can be a moment. It can be five minutes. It doesn't have to be something extravagant. Like going to Costa Rica for a retreat. Right, right. <laughs> now, granted, I do do those things sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Me too. And they're amazing. But... 
it's more about what you carry over in your day to day. And so a lot of the work I do is really helping people recognize those little places where they can start to make really small shifts. I always say like everything we do has to be small and doable. If we talk about it and you feel a little cringy or like, oh, I don't think I can do that. We don't do it. We mm-hmm. back it down to what feels small and doable. Right. Mm-hmm. Because with the wiring of your brain, you your, your brain can only lay down so much neuronal fiber a day. Therefore, it can only change so much. Your patterns can only change so much. You have to create, it's like building a whole new road, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so you have to start with what's small and doable and build upon it mm-hmm. to really get something that stays. It makes it accessible. And I always say that the ease of that then gets the expansion. Yes. And then gets the enjoyment. Oh, yes. That's a, that's a triple win. Yeah. Look, my sister's looking I'm at looking me. I'm looking at her because like, she got her like <laughs> corporate... <laughs> branding our corporate well, mission that, into this conversation. We can like, talk about the that. business for a I minute. I do that so artfully. <laughs> well, we are the Sisters of Soul Shape, and what Jen is on our app, and you can mm-hmm. find her on Soul Shape and, you know, book her for a session to get some life coaching. And So what's a small, easy thing that you to get people started? Like, if, if I didn't love myself, mm-hmm. is there a tool or technique that you get them over that hump of like, oh, you know, mm. the little cringies. That's self-confidence. That's yeah. So yeah. what's so hard is a everyone is completely different. Yeah, of course. Your are. brain's wired completely differently. So I don't tend to do advice mm. because I truly know from the clients I work with and from my training and from myself. What works for you is not what works for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I try to put my solution on you. It's not going to help you, and it's probably going to make it worse. But within you, you have the answers. So it's really about guiding you to find them. Yeah. Right? But I would say an end to self-love is self-care, is finding one little spot in your day, in your routine, where you can take a few moments for yourself. Whether it's, I feel like transition times are great. I use the car a lot when I'm dropping off my child to school, when I'm pulling into work, when I pull into my driveway, just taking a few moments when I might be scrolling social media (laughs) and put on some music that I love and Mm -hmm. sing or breathe or call my very best girlfriend or something that is for me to help me reset Mm -hmm. and find some joy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like self-care is really the best end for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. self Love, self-care. I think, you know, loving yourself is probably the gateway to spirituality. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about mm-hmm. it. If that's the core of it. Well, that's a little pearl. Well, mm-hmm. just in all the conversations that we've had, yeah. it's like kind of, it's. we talked to some different practitioners today and a lot of cool people, and I just feel like it's, it's like, yeah, loving yourself, self-love. It's, that's, that's spirituality. Equals. I think that's, or like yeah. I said, the launching, the gateway. Yeah. It's really the connection. For me, it's the connection to yourself and therefore to everything and every, everyone else. And then you said, I love how you said that, like, you know, when you're taking care of yourself, it's not, like we were saying, we're, we're taught that that's the selfish or like, you know, it's vain. Yeah. It's like that egotistical type thing. Yeah. Especially, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a mom or not, but when you're taking care of yourself, it allows you to take better care of everyone else, too. So, I mean, that's a key thing. 
And I learned that. It, t- it takes you a while when you have mm-hmm. to. Because babies are a lot. And once you have the mm-hmm. babies and, like, when you realize you haven't slept and all that stuff, you're like, oh, my gosh, I better, like, really take care of myself if I'm going to, like, raise a human being. So, yeah. I mean, you learn that pretty quick. You do. There's still people that don't quite pick up on it. Yeah. Well, it's right? still a struggle. We all have, <laughs> and it's hard. <laughs> it's not the easiest thing, yeah. It's hard. It's not like we were taught when we were young. You know, it, you were taught to say please and thank you and excuse me and I'm sorry mm-hmm. to everyone else. Right? You weren't taught to say any of those things to yourself. To recognize, <laughs> oh, I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling angry, whatever. That's okay. I'm allowed to feel that way. Like, we weren't taught any of those inner skills. And so a lot of people who come to me will be like, I don't even know how to do this. You know? Like where do you I'll begin? ask them what's getting in the way, and they're like, oh, it's just me. I'm like, okay, well, that's great. That's where we start, right? Like, that's the whole work anyway. But they, they don't know how to do any of this self-stuff. And I tell them, I'm like, if you were going to go to a foreign country and speak a language you've never learned, how would you do that? They're like, well, like, I couldn't. I have to, you know, get lessons and learn it and be there for a while. I'm like, yeah. So why would you be able to speak and understand how to give yourself love and care and compassion and trust yourself if you've never learned it? So it's just a new language that you're mm-hmm. learning. A new it can language. totally be learned. I like that. <laughs> I'm sitting here because I'm not a parent, but I'm also sitting here thinking about all the selves. And I think one of the hardest that was for me was self-forgiveness. Mm-hmm. right on many mm-hmm. different levels mm-hmm. right because you can forgive yourself for an act right yeah whatever that is yeah I don't want to get specific um, but it, it you can also forgive yourself for feeling a certain way about mm-hmm. an act mm-hmm. too and sometimes that self-forgiveness is a bit of an onion yeah. because it's yeah. not the the thing that's happened to you, but even how you talk to yourself and forgiving yourself yeah. for being so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I didn't have an awesome podcast, right, and totally blew it, or on the drive home tonight, you know, thinking about, oh, I should have asked this most yeah. amazing question, yeah. and I start tormenting myself, and I know yeah. I won't be doing that, but... <laughs> but because we know not to. <laughs> but I'm just using it as an better. example. Because yeah. yeah. it, 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 it could resonate. Yeah. You know, but being forgiving myself for even thinking that way because I should love my way out of that too, right? You know, mm-hmm. sort of. And sometimes we can kind of use that self-love card and not necessarily do the self-forgiveness or self-worth right. work. Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. Well, it's all a journey. It's all an evolution, sure. right? And so different pieces will come into play at different points in time. It's not like you can say, okay, so first you hit self-care, and then you hit this, and then you hit self-love, and then you hit self-forgiveness. It's not like that, right? It's not like a flow chart. (laughs) If only. And we don't know. Like, I always say, like, I could not predict what's going to come up for my clients. Yeah, it's not linear. And how it goes, right? And you might work on self-forgiveness in one realm, and then some other realm comes up, and you're like, oh, nope, haven't done that. I know for myself. I've just gotten really comfortable with doing the journey, Mm. with knowing that there is absolutely no destination. I'm going to be learning about myself and figuring stuff out as long as I'm here, right? And so when something comes up, it's like, oh, okay, that's what's next. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And so getting comfortable with the fact of I figured out the other stuff. Yeah. I've worked through it. I can work through this too. It'll be okay. 
right? But I think if you're paying attention, the path is very twisty. Yeah, you know, I've been reading a, a lot of different things, and I don't know where this came from, or I would give it credit, but, you know, as we go into this sort of state of mastery, if you will, you know, you can be done with the lessons, but you're never done with learning, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And so we can be open to what we're observing mm -hmm. and then work from there, you know? Yeah. So that's what I'm hearing, and that's why I'm reflecting back to you is how yeah. you work, you know? So it's so yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say I don't know if I would ever think I'm in mastery because as soon as I start to feel that, I get tested. I don't know. Don't you, right. you, there's got to be moments, though, where you there all are, of a sudden feel like a Jedi. I'm like, yes, this I, is I awesome. teach kids, and there's some moments where I'm like, I'm a, I am a Jedi yes. master right now. I am literally yes. working this room, and these kids are listening to me, and I know what I'm doing. I mean, I truly feel like yes. a Jedi. And then yeah. the next day, it's like, oh, well, nobody's yeah. listening to me. And like, whatever. Right. Did, what did your mom feed you before you came here? Yeah. <laughs> it's not my fault. But I think it's... Yeah, like you were saying, like, there's not all this, like, linear thing, one thing after the next. It's like we're all pieces of, like, artwork. If someone was to paint something, yes. you just don't even know, like, how you're going to paint it. It just kind of unfolds, and you're probably yes. figuring out things with them along the way. Mm -hmm. I mean, things just pop up. I mean, Leslie and I have conversations yeah. all the time, and, like, about the work, the Soul Shape app, yeah. Shape. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But about the app, about work, and then it, we'll talk about a story or about something or it becomes personal. Mm -hmm. And also, I'm like crying. She's like, Ashley, do we need to stop and unfold something? Is this yes. like bringing up something? And yes. like, I guess we do. And so yes. I guess that's in conversations that you're always going to find with your clients. Yeah. And so that was one of the things I wanted to ask you, too. It's like, what's the difference when someone has, you know, whether it be like a spiritual life coach, intuitive life coach, or just, just a cool life coach <laughs> or whatever it be whatever adjective yeah. you want to put on it, energetic yeah. life coach. What's the difference between having a life coach and a friend having coffee? You know, like, you know, yes. what's the big, where, like, why should they get a life coach versus just calling up your friend and let's go have some coffee and vent or whatever? Yeah. Well, so it's funny because my best friend is actually training to be a life coach right now. <laughs> um, and she's just one of the wisest people I know and has owned a yoga studio for 20 years. And um, so I encouraged her. I was like, you would, you do this work already. But it's funny because we have conversations and we can be friends with one another. We might throw out a coachy question or so, mm -hmm. but we always say like, we can't fully put our coach hat on with each other, <laughs> right? There's just, there's something different. There's even something different for me between emailing with a client and having a session with a client. There's something that shifts and I'm able to show up in a different way mm -hmm. than I can when I'm a friend. Right. So as a friend, I will be I am in the conversation mm -hmm. when you say something I'm considering. Oh, how is that for me? Can't how can I relate that? Right? Now let's talk about mastery. Oh, I'm not a master. <laughs> <laughs> and we absolutely can master yeah. things in the moment. Yeah, like yeah. as I said, I just know for myself once I get to like, oh, I've got this. Mm. I get tested, yeah. especially if it comes to something with my kids. I'm like, oh, I've got this down. You know, my kids are 15 and 20, and I'm like, I've got it. We're good. I love that. Masters of the moment. <laughs> Masters of the moment, right? And we need to recognize that in ourselves. Like, I will leave a session and be like, wow, that was – like, I was a really great coach in that session. Or I was a really amazing coach today. That's I good really help people, right? Right. Yeah, like, absolutely <laughs> recognizing yourself. that. Mm. But um, 
I try to stay away from the like, okay, and so I've got it yeah. because I just feel like I always get tested from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what were we talking about before? I, I totally missed it. Uh, I was talking about the difference between like a, a having a friend, oh, yeah, a friend a friendly chat. Yes, Sorry, absolutely. I derailed you. So, no, you're good. You're I know I'm the derailer. Yeah. And no, so, I coaching. I, I just is, raised my hand. Okay. Coaching <laughs> is such an interesting thing because we are not a regulated profession. So, you can have anyone hang their hat and say they're a coach. And they don't have to have training. They can say they're a certified coach and they've done an online course for two days. So there's, it's a whole span. And so that's tricky, right? Mm-hmm. And we all have different titles. Mm-hmm. Um, when people call me their life coach, I'm not technically a life coach. A wellness coach? I am a certified integrative health coach. And that means I am certified to, to coach all realms of your life. Mm-hmm. One of those being personal growth. And that's just happens to be where my talent lies. Mm-hmm. And so my clients started calling me their life coach. And I'm like, oh, I guess that's what yeah, I go yeah, by. The right? labels. The so labels. it's tricky. The labels yeah. are all tricky. Yeah. Really, when you're finding a coach, it's about feeling it out and feeling who can relate to you the best. Right? It's like going on a date. It is like going on a date. It's very much like going on a date. Right? So find mm-hmm. somebody like you really jive with them their story their training their outlook how it feels to you mm-hmm. right and i think that's why there's so many different labels for it at the core we're all working with the person mm-hmm. right just maybe with a little bit different twist but coffee having coffee with a girlfriend versus coaching um it I mean, is you answered it, it. it's so different, different for yeah sure. it's very different <laughs> when i sit with a client in my office or even on Zoom now, right, since COVID, um, I am there as a guide. I am not there as Jen, right? Mm -hmm. And things might come up from my life where I relate, but it's never about me and my journey. Mm -hmm. It's always about them and being able to really step outside of myself so that I don't get in their way, right? So I can really pick up on what they're bringing and throw out some things they might not have thought of before. Mm-hmm. Perspective. Change their perspective, change their viewpoint, right? Um, and I wish I could show up like that outside of coaching, outside of that realm, but it's just quite not quite the same. I also like envision, like, I mean, if you guys just sit with someone like you, I'm like, you don't sit down and go, okay, what are your goals or what are, it's not that kind of thing. You know, I think yeah. that's, I'm just saying that because I think that that's a listener. very yes. old school. Yeah. Yes. Well, on, I think a date, a lot of, on a date, you would kind of go, hey, what, you know, what's your, what's your job? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> right, what's your, right. What's yeah. your plan but for I'm life? Like, <laughs> I think that some listeners would be like, is that what, like, what is a typical, yes. like, what's that intro thing? Like, intro, yeah. what's that expectation that that's not what I would assume? Okay, here's your goals. We're going to meet right. these and yada, yada, yada. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting because, like I said, there's such a range of coaches. There are coaches that are very goal oriented, mm-hmm. right? And we'll say, okay, what are your goals? And let's make smart goals and all I that. I want to make right? a million dollars. In I like six goals. Months. Don't get me wrong. And that's I like great, goals. right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's not really my realm. I, in an intro session, and I do these all the time, right? They're like 45 minute sessions. They're free sessions. And um, it's just to get people to see what coaching is like and see if it jives with them and if it's what is going to be helpful for them, helpful for them mm-hmm. in that moment. But, um, I tap into a lot more about thoughts, beliefs, and the emotions tied to them, right? Mm-hmm. So if we talk about in an intro session, 
you know, where do you want to be? Spin yourself off into the future as far as you want to go. Six months, a year, five years, 10 years, whatever feels comfortable to you, right? And I'll kind of talk them through a visualization so they can start to feel that. And people will start to go, okay, so I'll be here and doing this. And I'm like, no, 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 stop. How's it feel? What's it feel like, right? Because how it looks from the outside will likely be different than how it turns out. Right? And the minute you feel it, how it becomes it a reality. feels, mm-hmm. right? Because there's a lot of things that can take you to that feeling. It's not, I need to get this specific job and live in this city and be married and have this many kids and this kind of house. It's the feeling. Like, what do you really want in life? What's important to you about it, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of times people just, we don't sit down and think of those things. Yeah, what's important to you? Yeah, what's important to Big you about question. this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting because people also have the take of, is coaching like therapy? And I always say, like, you can bring anything to me you can bring to a therapist. I am not trained as a therapist. I'm trained as a physical therapist, but not mm-hmm. a mental health therapist, right? I don't have the training to look at it through their lens, mm-hmm. which means I look at it through a coaching lens. So anything from the past is, how's that playing out for you now? What's important? What's affecting you? What do we, how do we work through that so you move forward? So coaching is very much where you are moving forward. So it's like insight and forward movement, insight and forward movement. You know, Leslie, when I first met Jen, um, it was some community event we were at, and she just did this, like, quick little, and it had to be quick because it was like kind of like trade show-ish event type yeah. thing. But, um, for example, she was just like, okay, well, let's talk a, real quick in your work. What's one thing... What's one thing if you one thing you'd want in your work right now? Like, what's that one thing? And I would say, God, I just want ease, just ease. Because mm-hmm. as I was hitting a lot of blocks, like eh, techie stuff. Because you know it is an app, and we have to yeah. like deal with lots yeah. of wonky things, and you're fixing things and repairing things, and then it's like, oh, it's working, and then, like things are awesome. But there's lots of these hurdles, and I say ease, and she's like, okay, then what would help you get that ease? And I mentioned some things, and she's like, okay, now how does that feel? I'm like. Oh, I just feel immediately better. <laughs> like immediately. It was yeah. a feeling like, oh my gosh, all I have to yeah. do is that. It's just like yeah. you're so fixated on like, oh God, they're not answering me. It's not working. The computer, I'm getting yeah. that circular rainbow thing, whatever. It's just like I'm getting so frustrated. Mm-hmm. But it was just so simple. It was like the simplest little thing. Yeah. I was like, and that just is a reminder. If someone is even as positive as I am, but like, gosh, that's all it is. Just think about what you – you want something – how to get it, and then just remember how that feeling is once you get it, and then you're you're golden. I just I love yeah. that. So yeah. thank you for that. You're welcome. And you're I try welcome. to practice. I try to live by that and practice that all the time. And Leslie reminds yeah. me too when I get all. We have moments. So I mean, we're not all yeah. super. Everyone has power-ish. moments. <laughs> like, how would we ever learn and grow if we didn't have moments? Yeah, They're, those moments right? are teaching opportunities. Absolutely, course, it's opportunity to course correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and. Moments to get to know yourself better, right? Yeah, to know your triggers, yeah. to know your joys, to know your, you know, what trips you up, mm-hmm. you know, and to work through it, yeah. so that yeah. next time, you know, next time it comes up because our stuff always keeps coming up, right? Yeah, but you're not at the same spot, or you're not stressed out about it, or having angst about it, or whatever it may be. You yeah. just you know, okay, I've been here before. Okay, <laughs> how do I handle yeah. this? And yeah, yeah, it's pretty powerful. Bring out Sunshine Sally. Sunshine Sally? Sunshine Sally. <laughs> I was saying in another episode that, you know, 
I my sunshine Sally moments. It's like, hey, don't worry, it's all gonna be great. It's not raining, yeah. the raining's gonna. I mean, whatever it may be. Yeah. It's just like. Yeah. We make it. We make it work. And I, you know, I try to not do, do it in an annoying way, but <laughs> it's it's kind yeah. of it helps me get through the day or events yeah. and things that we do. So. Yeah. Um, Jen. Yes. As we are coming to our closure here, I mean, we have talked. We we basically wanted to just really touch upon, focus on the whole self-care, self-love, you know, mm-hmm. getting reacquainted with yourself. And that's, it sounds like it's one of the key things about, it's, I mean, why even go any further with any, I mean, is there anything else that other people come to you for besides, you know, I mean, of course they're going to find the self-care part that's yeah. going to come out. Yeah. Um, what do you find is one of the most, um, what seems to be the biggest, um, I don't know. Call, what do what do people come to you for the most? Oh, honestly, it's so across the board. It is. People will come to me because they want a career change because they have had some big transition in their life, whether they've lost a loved one, whether they've gotten sick, whether they've retired. Mm-hmm. Um, empty nesters. Empty nesters. You have um, people come for all different kinds of reasons. A lot of relationship things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we will work on that, but we always do it through the self. Is it mostly singular or do you do groups? I do occasionally do some groups and I do I do some fun workshops. Mm-hmm. This year, um, starting in January, I decided, I was like, you know what? I need to have more fun. And so I started pairing with different women in the community that offer different great Fun activities. So one of them is pottery with Anne McCombie from CAM. One of them is kayaking, a kayaking retreat with um, Kaylin Hernandez from Wilmington Outdoor Adventures. And so it's really cool to pair that together. So I do some of the coaching and we kayak or we build pottery or whatever. And so it's give and take. It's been really great for me, for them, for our participants. Um, But most of my work is Mm one-on-one. That's really where I shine the best, I think. Mm. Um, but I am getting this just growing thought of really wanting more and more women to be able to exist in authentic community. And so that's where these workshops come in, yeah. is that a lot of times we don't have deeper conversations and authentic conversations with people. We find out, you know, where they live, where they work, if they're married, if they have kids, what their mm-hmm. job is. Their status is. All right? of that, right? But we don't the have the again. real things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so it's really beautiful to join people together with the intention of building community and for them to walk out of it, whether it's like three hours or two days, and they're like, I feel like I really connected to these people, right? And I just think if we can do that more in the world, it makes everything better. I felt that way after that event we went to. I was like, I was, I left going, yeah, my gosh, this is amazing. I feel great. Yes, I can't wait to share with Leslie. I just like, you know, met this yeah. great practitioner. It's like, oh, this is, so, I mean, and yeah, meeting people that you would never meet before. So, because yeah. um, you're in your own circles of your families and your, whatever, your social circles. And that, that felt really good and yeah. supportive. Yeah. And that was, that was awesome. I think it's time for our stretch. Leslie, please explain. The stretch. Our, the the stretch. stretch. The soul our, stretch. The soul stretch. Ooh, awesome. I can't wait. I'm yeah. ready. So the soul stretch is something where we, through this conversation or even something that's led to a shift in a belief. So a stretch is where you've changed your belief. You've opened your mind. Mm-hmm. You've shifted something. Mm-hmm. So we call it the soul stretch. Okay, I love And that. so I'm going to start. 
because I, I wrote it down because I didn't want to forget it. <laughs> okay. said something, and I'm sorry to put you on the spot. That's I probably okay. should have warned you before we started the I podcast. I get put on the spot doing... every day by clients. So, so we figured you could make it, you know. <laughs> so, okay. So I like the idea of being able to relate, to illustrate, and then connect, which is okay. I, I put together three different things that you've said. Okay. So that's my stretch that, you know, we can relate through our own things in order to illustrate or even mirror mm-hmm. things. So that's my stretch. Laura? Well, people would come to you and start sharing with you, let's say, their faults, but you find out that your faults are really your strengths because you learn mm. from them. So there you go. It's that easy, people. All right, Jen, you're on the spot. <laughs> I'm on the spot for my stretch. Where's your soul stretch from this Ooh, conversation? From this conversation. I and you can say think? nothing if there's nothing. No, that you like LJ and Leslie. Something. That's all. I mean, like, y'all are amazing. <laughs> we're, trying, we're trying to y'all give you. Y'all are amazing. This is fun. <laughs> we're trying to give you some time to think I about like it. I like this, right? Sisters. Thank you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right, right, right. right, right. Um, now you know how Miss Americas feel. Those poor girls. See how hard that question right? is? <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> World peace. <laughs> My soul stretch. I think it would be... I think it'd be outside this conversation. Doing that something season. that is a little vulnerable for me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's Being on good. the spot on camera with a microphone in front of me, like, this is a new thing for me. Been and thrown questions. And yes. Signal Fire Media, hello, shout out, Rob, our producer here. I mean, that's yes. the whole thing about this medium is that it's all about being authentic and real. And we yes. can have messy hair and not be, or, I mean, it's just so great yeah. that we, it's just a whole different era. And that's what I like, that we can just be ourselves. And so... Yeah. Here are some closing words as we wrap up our episode here at the Soul Shape Podcast. I want to say thank you, first of all, Jen Carter. Thank you so much. Thank you, Signal Fire Media. (laughs) And to all our listeners, please subscribe and follow us. We would appreciate it so much. We believe wellness starts within and unlocking unlimited possibilities with energetic healing is just the way to be. So embrace the woo, dabble, dive, or discover your next healing experience on the Soul Shape app. All links available in the show notes, and we hope you've enjoyed this soulful stretch and conversation. Goodbye, everyone, and thank you so much. Bye. (laughs) Thank you, LJ and Leslie. This was beautiful. Yes, thank you, Jen. Bye. Bye.